0: Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. Well guys, welcome back after the New Year's holidays. Again, I hope you had an awesome holiday. So today I wanted to talk to you about trusting your team. So I had a very unusual day, and I thought that I would just describe my day to you because I think that you will understand after I describe what happened in this very bizarre, unusual day for me, how trusting in your team is just the best thing you can do. It is honestly, the day that I had is beyond belief. I, I'm like you I'm one of those people that I said 2020 is going to be my year it's going to be awesome it's going to be great and I'm like I am not accepting anything less than that I did the whole letting you know I did the burning of all of the things I don't want to see in 2019 and then I brought in the new intentions and I did all of that and I even joined a new manifesting thing to learn some new things to take to you guys and I thought this is going to be such a great year. And then today, the second day for me of the year, I thought, oh my gosh, like test, 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 test is all it was all day. And it took me a minute to realize I was being tested all day. But when I finally realized that that's what was going on, things got so much easier. So I just thought I would tell you what started happening with my day And then how I was able to quickly turn that around because I preached to you guys all the time that you can totally set your intention for the day. You can set your tone. You can set what happens, but I have to practice what I preach too. And this was a huge lesson for me that what I'm telling you to do is not just me telling you to do it. It works. And I just After this day happened, I'm like, okay, I got to get my phone out. I've got to record a podcast These people need to hear this. So honestly, the best thing I could do is just start telling you about my day and then telling you what happened because it is like if a day could speak a gazillion words, today did to me especially. So it started off fine, right? I still had a day off. I was so happy about that. So I slept in a little and then I got up. And I had a hair appointment at 1230. I was really kind of excited about it because my hair was getting on my nerves. I needed it dyed and stuff. And you've heard me talking about how I've had issues with my ex and we are dealing with things that, you know, he's done to my kids and it's a legal thing now. Well, we've been dealing with this for a couple of months. And anyone who doesn't live in the state of Illinois would not know, but it's a pain in the butt to try to just get anything done with the state, with DCFS, with all of that. And I had to go through Missouri, too. And so finally, I called yesterday in Missouri. They're like, what? They still haven't done anything? Okay, we're on it. Well, when they said we're on it, they meant it. Like, this lady called me today, and it was something we were doing For him, he lives in Missouri and it was Illinois and they're like, we're coming to your house. We're coming to look at your house. Like what? What do you mean you're coming to look at my house? This isn't where anything happened or no, we have to see your house. And I said, well, I have an appointment at 1230. I don't care. I have to come. Don't you care about your kids? And this person made me feel like the worst parent I'm like, what do you mean? Don't I care about my kids? I've been calling for months and you decided to call me today and you said you need to come out in 20 minutes and I have to be at my hair appointment and you know, it's no, it's not that I don't care about my kids, but they're not in an imminent danger and you just decided you hadn't done your job and someone called you and said you had to do your job and you realized you had to do it immediately. So then you're taking it out on me and saying I have to come out. So I was beyond frustrated And I said to her, I said, listen, that's fine, but I have to go. I have somewhere I have to be, and it took me a month to get this appointment. And trust me, it's not that I don't care for my kids, but you have to understand. I've been calling for two to three months, and they just called and said, we're coming now. I was so frustrated. I'm like, you're kidding me. We've been off all week. We could have done this. We could have had this taken care of. No, you're calling me and telling me I'm doing this now. And why are you coming to my house? This it it made no sense. But I said, okay, fine. You know, fine. And then I just said under my breath, you know, I was like, angels, please take care of this because I have somewhere I have to be. I can't reschedule this. It's going to take me another month if I had to reschedule. So she comes and it ended up being very quick and okay, okay, I just needed to see that basically you had a house and you had food or whatever. So she came and talked to them and left and it ended up being fine. So, you know, it could have been way worse. It wasn't. But then I'm in the middle of getting my hair done and I have dye on my head and I get a phone call and she says, okay, your kids are going to have to go to the CAC to talk to them and they need to go Monday at 9 a.m. Well, guys, hello, I'm a teacher at a new school, first year teacher there, and Monday is the start of a new semester, and it's after a holiday, and anyone who's out there who's a teacher knows you cannot take a day that's after a holiday without a doctor's excuse, or, you know, it's just not a great thing, and I didn't want my kids to miss. I'm like, what? What are you No. (laughs) Like... No, they cannot miss the first day of school, the new semester. I mean, this woman was insane. I mean, I'm sorry. I understand that people who work for, you know, the state, whatever, her reasoning when I finally talked to someone was that she thought that the kids would still have off school. It, they've been off school for two weeks. They don't get three or whatever. But, you know, she's like, well, and I called her and I said, you know, we can't do that day because I can't take off work. I'm a first-year teacher. I can't take, I can't get subplans ready for a first semester. We haven't learned anything new yet. You know, I, I really, this is not good for me. I can't, well, you can take an hour and you can go right back. It's like, no, I like she was not understanding anything and still treating me like I'm putting my children in danger when there's no danger. They're not going to his house anymore. There's no immediate danger. And I was so frustrated. So again, I just said, okay, angels, take care of this. And I just, I said, okay, I I can start getting frustrated. And I really, I was starting to get frustrated. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that because, okay, I'm losing my peace. That's not, this 2020, it's going to be the year of me. It's going to be great, right? I'm starting that whole thing of, no, it's going to be the best decade ever so i said okay i can't i'm not no angels please help me please take care of this and so then the idea and i don't think it was my own because i was getting so frustrated i couldn't think straight was call the cac center directly so like go over this lady's head because she was not hearing anything she wasn't listening to anything and she was not nice so i went straight to that place and i said look here's the deal she made it for Monday and she said there was nothing until then it would be months, which was a lie, a flat out lie. The lady said, Oh no, we just, we, it'll still have to be in the day. I said, that's fine. That's fine. But it can't be the first day. Like I need to be able to go back to school and get a sub and I need to be able to, like, I can't take the day after a holiday. And I was explaining, you know, a lot of districts have this rule where you can't take the day after a holiday. And she said, no, I understand. I understand. She said, that's fine. We can make it for later in the week. And, and I said, and honestly, it would be better if it were in the afternoon because if I have to take a morning, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how long to get a sub. But if I know it's at one o'clock, I can just take two hours off early and I can get a sub for that time and I can take my kids out and it's not as bad. She said, nope, I totally understand. Let's do that. So easily she changed it after someone who was rigid and like I'm not going to change it. And and that's one thing I've learned in my life is you have to advocate for yourself and you have to go above people's heads sometimes. You just do. If there's someone who is rigid and you know there's no reason they're being rigid other than they're just being rigid, go over their heads because Some people just don't want to bend or give in or do anything, even when it's possible. And this lady was not going to. But when I went around her, and I don't care if it made her mad, my kids' education, my job, our employment, all of that is more important than, this is not an emergency, this is not something, you know, and it worked out fine. So that was, (laughs) that was that. Then I come home and we just, I called my cell phone company, because my bill was extremely high and just beyond what it really should be. So I called and did that, you know, what can you do for me? And they got me a lower phone bill, a better plan. And they got me more internet, like better internet. And it was, um, you know, faster than what I had, but cheaper, because they just came out with new rates. And I decided to drop UVerse because we do all these streaming things and no one ever watches it anyway and that was going to save us a lot of money too so we did all these things but they had to come out today and they switched the modem because ours was older and it wasn't really working well so they switched it but they're like no it shouldn't cause an interruption to anything well of course it did my new phone wouldn't connect to the wi-fi and my laptop wouldn't connect to the wi-fi and Luckily, the guy was still there. I was able to catch him and say, my phone's not connecting. And he, I mean, it took us a while to figure out what was going on. We had to forget all the network settings and whatever. You know how it is when you're just so frustrated. You're like, what? Why is technology not working? And he got that to work. And then I couldn't get my laptop to work. And he was long gone. And my brother's trying. And we're like, what's going on? We couldn't figure it out somehow. Anyway, like an hour later, we figured he figured it out. But it was about that time too, I was starting to get frustrated and I said, okay, nope, I'm not going to worry about this. And I decided I was going to put my laptop away. I was going to deal with it later, but I was just, I said, you know, angels, please help me. Please take care of this. Please bring me someone who can help me fix this. I'm not going to deal with this because I'm not going to lose my peace. It's not worth it. I don't need to do anything right now. But then my brother said, I figured it out on my daughter's laptop. So he was like, bring me yours. So he figured it out and it was fine. But then, in the meantime, I'm also texting. I'm I'm telling you, this was the day of tests for me, and which is fine. It's great because it proves to me that I'm passing, which is awesome. But as you know, you know, I switched jobs, and over the break, I got together with my one of my former colleagues who I taught with German with at the other school, and we are just such good friends. I mean, we went for lunch. We went at eleven. We were there for like five hours, and we just talked and laughed and. She was telling me, you know, she's not super happy with the person who took my place. And it makes me feel bad. But also, she understands that I had to go where I went. But then she's telling me, you know, well, this teacher tells me that you didn't teach them anything. I'm like, what? What do you mean I didn't teach them anything? I taught them exactly the same things you taught your kids. We both had ones. We have common assessments. You know, how is it that mine wouldn't pass the assessment if I didn't teach them anything? She said, "Oh yeah," she said. "You didn't teach them anything, and they had to learn everything all over again." I'm like, "What?" I was so frustrated, but it also made me see how maybe the teacher that I took her position. Maybe she thought that I felt the same way about her, and I don't because the kids would all say, "Like, oh, we're not learning anything," and I would talk to them. I'm like, "Yes, you did. Their writing is amazing. Like, she taught them a lot, you know." And I'm super grateful to have walked in after her because, you know, they know a lot of things and it's incredible, it's great, it's awesome. But you know, this person saying like, I didn't teach them anything and they didn't, I'm like, what, what do you mean? (laughs) Yes, I did. And then, so we're trying to plan this field trip together. We did this field trip. I planned it when I worked where I used to work. And we invited the teacher that I now took her position. We invited her because my daughter was in her class. And she was like, oh, yeah, thank you. And we all worked together. It was awesome. And I said, let's do that again if you want. And I'll plan it again. And you guys can join. And she said, yeah, she was all for that. So we talked about that while you know we were having lunch. And she said, well, I need to talk to this other teacher first. So then she texted me today and she said, well, this other teacher doesn't want to do it because she said that her kids won't want to go. And if they do, they would want to do it separately because they're so mad at you. They won't want to see you because they will probably say rude things to you because they don't like you. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? There's no way... I mean, there might be a few kids who wouldn't have liked me because I'm not going to tolerate bad behavior. But when I left last year, students wrote on my whiteboard, like, we can't wait to have you again next year. And we love you, Frau Oatman. And you're such a great teacher. I had a couple of whiteboards that students wrote that on. And I had a good rapport with my kids. And that's one of the first things the principal now says, you have a really good rapport with your kids. And I'm like, what do you mean they hate me or they don't like me? So then I'm like, what is this new teacher saying about me? And she's making my kids hate me? What? Like, that's not okay. That's very unprofessional. And why would you say that to someone? So guess what, guys? Trigger, right? And I was super mad at first. I'm like, what? But then I thought about it. I'm like, that cannot even be true. Because I had parents who contacted me even after the school year started and said that their kids missed me. And that they were sad that I wasn't there. So I'm like, okay, well, that can't be true, first of all. And then I started thinking, I'm like, you know what? She's probably afraid if she goes there, they're going to see me. And, you know, she'll feel bad because they'll be like, what? Come back. Because, I mean, from what this other teacher said, I mean, this, again, is all gossipy stuff, which I don't mean to do. But, you know, it was like a personal attack on me as a teacher. And I'm like, that's not cool. But then I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. That can't even be true. That can't be true that my kids hate me. And especially because when she was talking to me, she also said that the twos that I had last year that now she has as threes, they all say, oh, we miss Frau. We really want to see her. I hope she's, how is she? And they ask her questions. I'm like, okay. So, there's no way that a group of kids would be like, we hate her, or we're so mad at her, or, you know, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. But I'm like, how unprofessional that she would go around saying that. And it was a little disheartening to me, honestly, because I put 13 years of my life into that school and a legacy into that program. And I love those kids, love them. I didn't even want to leave when I did, but it was because of my kids and the opportunity that I had to. And then I'm thinking there's somebody walking around badmouthing me to my students. That's not cool. But then I said, okay, you know what? There's nothing you can do about it. You're not there anymore. You can't, you know, if she wants to badmouth you, there's nothing you can do about it as much as it sucks because you know you put your heart and your soul into that program and you guys built it up, there's nothing you can do. If somebody wants to say you're terrible and make their students think you are and think that you hated them, sadly, there's nothing I can do about that. It's heartbreaking because I loved my kids. I still love my kids, even the kids that I don't have now. I still have so many former students who contact me on Facebook and like I don't wanna cry, but it's it sucks that somebody would say that I don't like my kids or I didn't teach my kids or I didn't put in effort. That really hits home to me because I know how much I cared. That I would get up every day and drive 50 minutes, I would get up at five. Be gone before my kids even got out of bed. There's so much I missed with my kids because I was with my other kids. You know what I mean? That's how I felt. And for someone to say that I didn't care or that I sucked as a teacher, like that's like someone punching me in the heart. And yet there's nothing I can do about it because I'm not there to defend myself. And I mean, there's nothing I can do. And I feel terrible because I know that this teacher also, my friend, my colleague, who I used to joke she was my work wife because we were so in sync and we got along so well. She does not, she's not happy either because this person's not nice to her all the time either. And that hurts too, because I don't want my friends to suffer because I'm not there And it's something that, again, that, you know, we make our choices in life. We have to make our choices. And as I sit here, it's like I try not to feel bad. But anyone who knows me knows how deeply I care about my kiddos. And even the ones who've given me problems over the years, even the ones. I've had kids who were like stinkers for me. You know, they just were the defiant kids or whatever. And they would come back and be like, you were my favorite teacher. And they were kids I really thought didn't like my class because I didn't allow them to do anything to disrupt my class. And they would come back and say, you know, we loved your class. So it's silly, I know. (laughs) But for, you know, that got to me and I just had to say, I said, okay, angels, you know, help me. What's this about? And it it was a trigger, I think, really for me to really, like, I should never question my self-worth or how I was as a teacher because I know how I was. But it did hurt a little bit and made me want to cry because of the thought of any of my kids thinking that I didn't care about them or having someone tell them that I didn't and thinking that they might actually believe that. But I would hope that my kids would know that that is not the case because I always tried to instill in them that I cared. Because one thing that I've always learned as a teacher is kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And it's so true. Until you make a connection with that kid, they don't care. And I have not just seen it in my students, I've seen it with my own kids. They have had teachers who could have cared less that they were in their class. They were just a number to that kid, just a name. Those teachers never, ever got to know my kids. And I knew it from day one because my kids hated those classes and could care less about those teachers. And they would not try as hard because they did not think that their teacher cared and the teachers who did the teachers who made connections with my kids I knew immediately because my kids would come home talking about those teachers you knew their names and I knew it based on the grades in my kids classes and the effort that they would put forth you can always tell you absolutely can always tell All you have to do is look at a teacher's grades and look at their rapport with their kids. If they have a rapport with five kids and no one else, that tells you something. That tells you something. You should have a rapport with almost every kid. And there will be some kids who don't want that with you. And you can try. And if they don't want it, you know, there's not a lot you can do. But if you try to make an effort with every kid, it shows. And it'll show in your class. And... You know, today was seriously a day for me where I just had to say, you know what? I just, I give everything over to the universe because all these things are happening and it's in random succession, but it's not random. It's happening for a reason. And it did. It was happening for a reason because I said, 2020 is going to be my best year. And the universe said, Oh really? We'll prove it to us. We're going to put you through these tests. So if you're being tested early." You know, that early and often, that's a good sign. That's a sign that the universe is saying, oh, you want it to be your best year? Well, let's see if it's going to be. Because when you can pass those tests, when those things no longer bother you, or at least when you recognize that it bothers you and you ask for help and you get through it, that is when you're going to have your best year. And I was tested today thoroughly. And I'd like to believe that I passed. I could probably get a little faster at passing, but seriously, in every case, I recognized that this is a test. I'm being tested, and I need more patience. I need to have help, and I can't do this by myself, and everything really just started working out, and I truly believe that it would happen for a reason, and it ended up being a really, really awesome day because I was able to go and have dinner with my family and spend time with my kids. And we we laughed and reminisced about Europe and all the fun we had this summer and talked about our plans for next summer. So it was a good day. But I'm just I wanted to talk about my day because I feel like I'm not the only one. I'm sure there are many of you out there who are probably being tested and you're thinking 2020 was supposed to be my year. What's happening? Because that's how I was feeling. I'm like, what? What the heck? It's like day two in 2020. But then I realized I'm like, you know what? It is going to be the universe is saying, okay, can you handle it? Can you handle it? Because we're going to bring it. Can you handle it? And so I know this was my test for that. And and I even said to myself, I'm like, wow, because, you know, part of the thing that I really, I love where I worked last year, but I have to say there was a lot of drama in my department. And that is the one thing I don't have this year is I don't have drama. I really don't. I mean, it's just me. I do have a department, but we only get together once a week and I'm kind of off on my own. And so I don't have drama And I can go in every day and be like, today's going to be awesome because you're not, there's no drama because the only drama would be with my students and I don't allow that, you know, I just don't. If my students start kind of acting like, hey, we're going to bring drama, I just center, I focus that back. I'm like, no, no, this is not the environment we're going to have we're going to get along. We're all going to be awesome. We're just, this is going to be an hour we love. And you know, on my last observation, one of my students, the principal was in the classroom and he said, wow, the hour is gone already. It just doesn't seem like it. It went by so fast. We were having fun. And that's what I want. Like that is the environment I want that kids don't bring the drama. They just come there and they're like, you know what? This was a good class. It was fun. It went by. I don't want to go to my next class. That's how I want them to feel. I want them to feel like they want to stay because they're having a good class. So if you felt like you've been tested right away for New Year's, it's all part of the plan. Don't worry about it. If it keeps happening, no, you're being tested and what the universe is asking you to do is to recognize where you may still need to learn, to surrender, and to say, okay, show me what this is about. Help me through this. And honestly, all day today, I said, help me, angels, help me. I really did. I really, really did. And everything turned out fine. But I had to ask for the help because I would have gone down that negative spiral had I not. But I had the sense enough about me to realize, hey, you're being tested over and over and over and over and over and over and over again today. Like, is Mercury in retrograde again? No. Oh, okay. But I was being tested. And I truly believe it's for a reason because I'm asking for the universe to trust me with a lot And if I'm going to ask for that kind of power, I need to be tested. I need to make sure I can handle it. If I want to help all these people, I have to know how to help myself. And that's, I think, one of the big tests for me today. And I hope I passed. I hope I passed. But it did make me think of all my kiddos today, the former ones that I've had. And I remember them very fondly. And I am forever grateful for the time that I had with those kiddos. And I hope that I impacted them positively and not negatively. And I send everyone I've ever taught positive vibes and love. And I hope they're all doing well. And I hope that you're all doing well. I always send you guys positive vibes and love every day. I do that when I go to bed at night, when I wake up in the morning. I hope that you can feel it because I do. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you guys today. So the card I pulled is from the chakra healing deck by the sage goddess, and it is inner well. Tap into your well of strength and draw from your inner reservoir of divine power. You have everything you need within you awaiting your remembrance, exploration, excavation, and ultimately your mastery confidently claim your unique power and gifts in this world and ground into the truth that you are held supported and kept safe in the arms of a loving universe i love that i think that goes very well with what i said today we really need to remember who we are not only are we created from the divine Because we were created from the divine, we are one with the divine. So we have divine love and energy radiating through us, which makes us extremely powerful. And I saw something on Facebook just today, and it said something like, if only people could be kind. And it's so true. I think about all of the people that I dealt with today who were not kind. There was the woman who worked for the state. And the teacher who took my place was not extremely kind. But there were other people who were, who made up for it. You know, the tech that came out to, to do our services when I, he was actually somewhere else down the street trying to work on wires when I I ran out. Because I wasn't home when he worked on our our modem and when I got home my phone wouldn't connect and I raced down there I'm like oh were you the guy I'm so sorry but my phone won't connect he's like oh no 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 and he came back and he took his time and he was so nice and called later to check on us there are kind people out there there really are and there are a lot of people who are not kind that's just the truth you know they're just not kind those people who constantly want to pull you into their drama those are not kind people. Because people who are healthy and healed, they're not going to feel the need to make you feel bad about yourself. And you know, we can't fix people, but we can pray for them. And we can send out kindness in their names. And in a small way, the more we do that's kind and the more kindness we send out, it comes back to us and it also helps heal the planet so There are more of us than there are of them, I will say that. I believe there are more people who are kind than people who are not. And it's our job here to show people the light and to show them, look, we're still here. Love is still here. Light is still here. I truly believe that with all of my heart. And I hope that you guys are experiencing more light and love than you are anything else. But remember that we will be tested don't let anyone diminish your light because you are lovely and beautiful just as you are. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Well, guys, I love you and I want to thank you for being a part of my tribe. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. Please leave reviews. All of that helps you to other people to find me. It helps me with my mission and I just so appreciate you for it. And if you'd like to work with me for the entire month of January, I have all of my coaching sessions for 30% off because January is the time where we all want to change. We want to evolve. We want to become better versions of ourselves. Why not start with a coaching session? It's the perfect time. If you'd like to book me for a reading or for a Reiki session or even a past life regression. I'm available for all of those things. Just go to my website to see what I offer. There's a description of it as well as pricing and then you can contact me when you're ready to book don't forget to follow me on social media i go live mondays at 5 30 central on facebook live i also post videos on instagram i do little mini readings and that i will do lives on instagram i have not done it yet i am going to start doing it i'm just not familiar with it so i've got to get my feet wet first i want to thank you all for following me be looking out for my new book Beautifully Broken. It will be coming out available on Amazon soon. I'm super excited about that. I will have more information on that later as it comes. You can still order my Oracle Deck Divine Whispers from my website. If you go there to the Divine Whispers tab, simply click on the PayPal link. Once you purchase, you'll put in your address. I will ship the cards directly to you. It should only take two to three days to get because I'm shipping them directly to you. All right, guys, I love you so much. Thank you. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.